Welcome everyone to the Nerd Journey Podcast, episode number 48. We're joining you every week to talk IT career progression and bring you the advice we wish we'd been given earlier in our careers. I'm your host, John White, at the Journeyman on Twitter, joined by my co-host, Nick Cordy, at NetworkNerd underscore. Hey, Nick, how's it going? Hey, John, I'm doing great. We are VMware solution engineers with backgrounds in IT operations. We hope our career discussions will be vendor neutral, relevant across disciplines, and remain timeless. If you're enjoying our content, please drop us a positive review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you subscribe. And if you want to get in touch with us, tweet or DM at Nerd Journey. Ultimately, we're just two nerds on a journey. A journey to virtual enlightenment. So let's take a trip. Great, Nick. Hey, um, it's approaching VMware's big customer conference, uh, VMworld in the U.S., San Francisco this year which reminded me of a session I saw last year by Amanda Blevins on career and happiness. Oh, yeah, that's the one you mentioned in bonus episode one where we talked about our experiences at VMworld 2018. But I'll have to admit, I didn't get a chance to watch that session on demand until just recently. I have to say it was really good. Yeah, I I really found it relevant to our topic of career development um, and wanted to take some time to to talk about some of the lessons that you know I learned from it. And um, I, I do want to mention that you can catch that session on demand for free from the VMworld site. Um, we'll actually put the link in the in the show notes. And and if you're going to the VM VMworld US conference next week, uh, you can catch her doing the session again. Um, the code is PD Papa Delta. 1407U. Um, and if you're going to Barcelona, she might be doing it there. Uh, we just don't know as of this recording. Oh, yeah. We're both going to be at VMworld US this year in San Francisco. So if you're going, definitely tweet out at us. Let us know. Let's meet up and chat. We want to know if we can offer a different perspective on your career progression and, and help you in any way possible. Yeah. Actually, we spent quite a bit of time last year doing that. Um, even on, I think, pretty short notice, we had just launched, if I remember. Um, and we met some really great people in the process. So let's definitely do that again. Oh, um, I'm going to be presenting at the code track. Uh, my session is code 3333U. So 3333U. Uh, save the IT department, add the development platform to your portfolio. Um, so if nothing else, come see me there. Oh, and uh, there's another John White who's with Expedient. So don't just look up the name and assume that's me. Um, you're actually doing a V Brownback session, right, Nick? Yes, sir, I am. But before I talk about that, remember that the John White you're looking for would be the owner and operator of the John White School of Mentoring. That is V Journeyman on Twitter. And you know what? If you need to be part of the school, you can take part in person at VMworld or if you need that kind of courseware live on a conference call, perhaps on demand, send that tweet out to Adner Journey for pricing and packaging today. So about my session, I digress. It's called Pie in the Sky, using Wavefront to analyze pie hole data. That's VMTN5013U. But hey, enough about us. Let's get into the session we talked about earlier. That's right. It's Amanda Blevins' session on achieving happiness building your brand in your career. And once again, we're going to put the links to both the U.S. and uh, um, Europe versions on 
the in the show notes. So whichever one you want to access, um, go ahead and listen to that one. I actually there they have um, I would say eighty percent similar content, but uh, the one in Barcelona was co-presented with uh, Joe Bagley, the CTO of Amia. Um, so there, he, you know, it added in his perspective on that. So I would say they're both uh, worth listening to. Um, again, you're going to get some repeat content, but, but take the time. Uh, they're both really good sessions. So, um, again, you know, we want to talk about the content, but we don't want to just rehash it. Right. So, uh, I think we're just going to kind of go through, um, her structure, um, and then really kind of pull out the things that we found extremely valuable and, and maybe expand on them if we have any additional thoughts uh, or just react to them. So the, the structure in general was happiness in your career um, or, you know, exactly what happiness is, um, personal brand, um, a.k.a. professional reputation, and then focusing in on exactly what a career is and then the intersection of brand and career. Um, followed up by some Q and A, so so that's kind of the the basic structure there. So you know, focusing in on on happiness in your career, I think the big takeaway for me was the alignment between your goals, desires, and uh, what your employer and career path represent. Um, that was you know getting those things in line uh, aligned um, is not something that I really thought about until kind of late in the game, um, probably as I was uh, leaving my employer after about, you know, over 10 years, I needed to really start thinking about, you know, what it was that I was looking for. And that actually came with me working with a career coach. So to hear some of, you know, that same information in the session really kind of, uh, you know, locked it down and reinforced it for me. One thing that really struck me was when Amanda was talking about the aspects of any role or position within a company and the difference between responsibilities and requirements. For example, part of my job responsibility in the description may be that, you know, I own networking infrastructure and configuration for the entire company, but a requirement of that may actually be that I have to be responsible for the company's passing all PCI audits for the year. And as a result, I have to prepare reports, meet with PCI auditors, and do all kinds of administrative tasks that may or may not be super attractive to someone looking to jump into that role. So it's another th point of consideration when you're looking at a potential role for yourself. Yeah, totally, totally agree. You have to understand what it is that you're getting into when you target a role or a job. You know, are you doing things that you really are going to be enjoying, you know, doing? Um, and I also really like that distinction between responsibilities and requirements, right? The things that you're going to be doing, and then here's some things that maybe you're going to be metriced on that might not be as interesting to you. Um, so, uh, oh, another thing here, um, happiness and career, um, there is a whole section on advocating um, weighting per personal requirements over professional requirements. And I think that's something that oftentimes we lose track of, right? I think we've talked to um, Kieran Sheldon um, last, 
last couple episodes about, you know, kind of pushing that to the limit. And, um, you know, we've talked about um, kind of professional burnout in the past. And, uh, you know, it's a kind of a big topic in the um, kind of in the IT zeitgeist right now, right? IT burnout. So I think that making sure to waiting, you know, wait that personal, your personal needs, um, sometimes that's just self-care, but sometimes it's um, making sure that you're spending the right amount of t- time with your family and your friends and your loved ones and your hobbies um, over just, you know, relentlessly pursuing uh, professional development and advancement. And I think that was, you know, kind of a, a big important one and a big aspect of happiness that, that maybe uh, we overlook, right? One other thing is the projects that you might get to work on uh, you know, an aspect of freedom within the role, y- you may have certain things that have to be part of your responsibilities, but as long as you're covering those, you may have certain freedoms that allow you to jump on different special interest projects in, in different areas of the company, which, which I think is, is kind of fun. Keeps that creative gene going, l- lets you switch things up now and then. Yeah, I totally agree. I think that you know, that can be critically important. And it's one of those things that you have to kind of do some self-discovery on to figure out whether this is important to you. And if it is important to you, can you find a job or a position within your organization or outside it where, you know, you'll be free to do that? And, you know, what do you need to do to work towards a position um, if one exists? So, um, yeah, I also really like that. Uh, The next section was on personal brand and it was really interesting like this this phrase personal brand i think that we had different reactions to it but there's like this connotation um about personal brand like at least that i've come across which is um has to do with like uh social influencers and kind of uh the youth of the nation and like new jobs like you know youtube channels and twitch and um um, Instagram people and, uh, you know, they're constantly on about building personal brand. Um, I think that maybe if we reframe this discussion as really centering around professional reputation, um, it maybe avoids kind of that connotation. I know I've had, uh, additional problems in the past with, uh, the connotations of things like, uh, destiny, like in the, um, uh, when we talked about the areas of destiny. So I just wanted to make sure to call that out. Um, so this kind of, you know, structure on that, um, there was a really interesting section and exercise and series of questions that she went through about how to decode um, your personal brand as it exists today from your personality to communication style, um, what people might think is like, you know, maybe one of the main uh, defining characteristics you have to um, the way that you make people feel uh, during interactions. So um, I think that, you know, that series of questions that she went through was extremely valuable. And again, uh, we highly encourage you to go and, and listen to the, the sessions to maybe discover what they are. Yeah. And she also stressed the need for honest self-assessment. You know, when you're asking yourself these questions, don't answer them the same way you think other people would want you to. 
that means don't answer them the same way your manager might expect you to, or, you know, even, even your spouse may not answer them the same way you would. So hopefully you're on the same page with family members and, and friends about these things, but you know, you need to answer it from your perspective and, and see what others think as well. But be true to yourself there. And I actually liked the part where Amanda talked about how there was a time that what she wanted her perception to be from others was not what it needed to be because of some things that had happened. Mm -hmm. So she was able to do some things to go and change that for the better and build better relationships with certain people. So that self-awareness and self-reflection of of what you want to be is is very helpful. Yeah, and and I think that also fed into something that she talked about, which is uh, finding honest sources of feedback on on what it is that you know your um, reputation is, right? So, you know, I think she was talking about being maybe overly blunt or overly direct in in a situation, and um, you know, you just need people around you who will be honest to you as as well you know not just tell you everything's great when there's things that you actually need to work on and um in regarding those things as growth opportunities right and not just just finding out what your strengths are and only working on your strengths you need to kind of go back to what your career track and your goals are that you might have identified previously and figuring out what the gaps in your um, reputation and skill set are, you know, not just normally we, we focus on skill set, you know, oh, I need these skills in order to do this job. But part of it is that you also need a reputation um, within your organization or outside it in order to uh, be regarded as a valid candidate for doing that, that job. So working on building that reputation or brand um, for being, you know, reliable or innovative or whatever it is that um, that job needs, you know, a person with that reputation, um, and, and identifying that as a growth opportunity and, and filling that gap if if that gap does exist um, within your personal uh, brand slash reputation. So we've talked about happiness and talked about personal brand. Uh, the next section was the actual discussion of career and uh, how she defined it and uh, how she regarded it. I thought, you know, very, very interesting perspective on that as well. Yeah, especially the part where she said, what do you want to do when you grow up instead of, instead of what do you want to be when you grow up? And the real distinction there is the things that I'm doing for work to, to get a paycheck, the things I'm doing at work as part of my job, they don't define who I am as a person. They're one part of it. There are a lot of other aspects that build, you know, who I am as a person. And this is just a, a small portion. I, I want to use that portion so that I can be happy and achieve my goals. But in the end, it doesn't completely define my self-worth, I think was her point. Yeah, I think that she had, I, I'm going to have to find the exact statement that she made, but it was something along the lines of, if you, you know, if you define yourself by what it is that you do, you're going to be 
unhappy sooner rather than later because what it is that we do, you know, has ups and downs, right? And so if you're defining yourself by what you do and then what you do has like a downturn, then you're going to allow your self-perception to also take a downturn instead of, you know, who you are. You know, I am uh, tenacious. I am innovative. I am a hard worker. You know, those, those types of things, you know, tend to be more steady regardless of what is happening, you know, you know, if it, there's positive or negative things going on with what you do, you know, the, your, who you are, you know, changes much more slowly, right? So I think there was also like a lot of stuff, great stuff about um, development when it came to career as well, you know, identifying paths, identifying and obtaining mentorship, doing research on the types of, of things that, you know, might make you happy, might be good for you. Um, planning with your, uh, existing manager on, uh, the things that, you know, what your goals are and making sure that your manager, you know, helps you to achieve those goals, you know, working your butt off to achieve those goals. Um, and then, I, you know, so again, I don't want to just, you know, regurgitate all that content back to you. Like I think her, the way that she said it is worth um, listening to and watching. So make sure you watch uh, one or both of the videos that we linked to. Oh, there was also an interesting bit about um, creating your own position, right? Yes, sir, there was. She mentioned that, you know, if you see a need within a company, and have a skill that might fit that need, you you have the opportunity to talk to the right folks and and make that a position. But you're going to have to build a business case around why that role is needed and how it can benefit the company and why you're the best person to do it. So it's a it's a little bit of a maverick thing to do. It makes me think of how Tom Delicati got his job at my one of my former employers in much the same way, you know, there wasn't really a job description for this role, but he was able to make a pitch for it and it worked out really well. Yeah. Um, if there's, there's some additional, um, detail that was provided in the Q and a in, uh, the VMworld us section. So, um, you know, definitely reference the career portion in, in the U S uh, recording and then head down to the Q and a section because someone asked a follow-up question and Amanda, you know, provided a lot more um, detail about, you know, building business cases and, and what that hard work entails of um, creating your own position and, and having it stick. Um, finally, there is kind of the overlap between brand and career and how, you know, that can help to bring you happiness. Like, I, I think one of the most important takeaways that I had here was that it's a continuous process. It's not like a, a one-time thing. And then once you get there, it's like, oh, I got here I'm, and I'm going to be happy. <laughs> you know, you're always, you always have to examine what your professional reputation is. Um, you know, 
go back to your peers, go back to your manager, go back to, you know, your outside trusted advisors, um, work with your mentors, you know, see, you know, about that continuous improvement process, not just, you know, do it, do it one time. It's a process of continuous improvement. Absolutely. And what was interesting to me is that once you get your brand right, so to speak, and establish the goals that will keep you on track for your career and your, your professional reputation, it helps you make decisions in, in a much more linear path. Mm -hmm. I can continue to march down the road I'm on and decide whether taking on something is going to help me get closer to those things or farther away from them. Sure. So, so in the, in the ability for me to choose things within my job, I, I needed to keep those things in mind. There are certain things that we're going to have to do no matter what, but when we have choices to take on new projects or establish new relationships, look at those through the lens of where you want to go and what you want to do and who you want to be. Absolutely. Right. There's, you know, obviously in different positions, you know, this might or might not happen, you know, more or less often, but, you know, you get the chance to uh, join a special interest group, you know, and, um, you know, you can evaluate whether this is a good idea for you or not based on your goals for your professional reputation. Um, and I think that just having like a, a general desire to have a professional reputation for where you just take things on is probably not a good idea because <laughs> then you'll just say yes to everything and you, and then, you know, maybe you get overloaded and you won't be able to follow through and you certainly don't want that to be part of your brand or your reputation. So, um, really having a good, you know, solid idea of what your, your reputation, you know, your goal for your reputation is, and then, you know, evaluating those those opportunities through that lens you know that's a really good call out um i also wanted to make sure that you know i one of the the un, unpleasant and unfortunate aspects to you know obtaining a new job um you know in career advancement is that generally you want to be seen as able to be able to do that job before you take it on and generally that means that you probably have to be performing that job um for the most part before you get you know promoted into it or selected and you know into it so you know some or most aspects of the job um you have to be doing like for example if your goal is to be a manager you know then if the more management uh tasks for your group you take on the more likely you are to be selected as a manager you know for an opportunity that comes up um, if what you want to do is you want to be a specialist in a, sp a specific kind of technology, then, you know, the closer you are to being like the informal team specialist on that technology, the more likely you are to be selected for that. So, um, unfortunate aspect, but a really good call out again. So the final part of the presentation was a Q and a, um, some really, really good questions here. I uh, wanted to kind of call out the really good ones. Um, in the US, there were more questions in the US session um, than in the Barcelona session. 
Um, but again, worth listening to both. Um, in the U.S. session, somebody asked about good managers. Um, I think the person who asked the question was a manager and wanted to know what managers could do to um, help identify and um, focus the development of the individual contributors on their teams. And Amanda had like just really good points on what managers could do. Um, I think probably worth, again, listening to. I don't want to just uh, regurgitate all that content. Um, there was a, a question about um, personal struggles. And again, Amanda gave like a really good example about um, a struggle that she overcame that um, helped uh, her um, re kind of focus on her brand. Um, I think the example is at VMware. Um, but again, worth going to listen to. Uh, probably the best question that in that Q&A, I mean, just really kind of blew me away. Somebody asked about recognizing organizations which aren't supportive of development and like um, really um, identifying like maybe when you're in a bad job or working for a bad manager or in a bad group. That that one probably was the best question that was asked out of any of the, either of the sessions, maybe ever. That was a pretty good question. You know, John, I'm pretty sure that was you, wasn't it? It, I thought I heard a familiar voice in the recording. Listen, I don't need you calling me out on, on stuff like that. But yes, that was me. Um, so that was me tuning my own horn. It, I, I, you know, was thinking of the listeners of this podcast when I asked asked that question, and the the audience in general. I I don't actually have a problem um, <laughs> being a member of that organization. I'm I'm very happy with the support that I have gotten and am getting. So. Um, Again, a really good um, response to that. I think um, specifically she called out, you know, do you have a job description? Is there a career path at the company? Is there a career path for your job description? I think um, three questions that I had never thought to ask and um, were really good. <laughs> so I have two reactions to that. Number one, keep in mind, everybody, John is a recovering that guy. And he's admitted this on the air. And... I think you can see now that he's in it for the glory. <laughs> Actually, I wanted to know, um, you know, her thoughts on that, because that is kind of the thesis, you know, our podcast, you know, overlaps with the content of this presentation, right? Career development. Um, but one of the things that, you know, we were kind of specifically focusing on at the beginning, and I'm sure that we'll revisit it, is this specific question, like, you know, what mm -hmm. if you feel trapped? Like, what if you feel unsupported? Like, how can you identify when that actually is the problem and maybe not other things? So, yeah. And what's really, what's really great about this session, in my opinion, she really put some structure to some of the high level ideas that we've been talking about, you know, and even expanded into, into other things, but a lot of questions and a, a prescription that you can follow, or a recipe, if you will, to to keep yourself on track and make sure that you're committing time to your career goals and your goals of developing that professional reputation. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think we already talked about the 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 Q and A question about designing your own job. Um, the the person who asked that question 
specifically called out kind of being early career, but having a unique skill set in wanting kind of a roadmap for how to do that, you know, being an early career person rather than being, you know, mid to late career, right? Um, if you are, you know, you've been, you know, like Amanda at that point had been a principal, right? When you're in that position, it's almost like part of a part of your job description is to go out and and discover things that you should be working on, um, you know, and, and maybe, you know, again, chief technologist, part of the job description, but what, what do you do when you're early career? And she gave, you know, again, some really interesting points um, about, you know, business plan, right? To, to do the hard work of developing the business plan and then be collaborative about it with the people that you're pitching it to. And if you can't do those things, then maybe you're not actually qualified to go out and design your own job. Um, that was kind of one of the takeaways. If And if you're not willing to do it, then you certainly are not qualified. <laughs> um, in the Barcelona se session, somebody asked about how important it is to have uh, a mentor. Is it something, is advancement something that can happen without a mentor? And the implicit answer, although it was never stated, was yes, but um, th there were some actual, there were some interesting responses from both Joe and Amanda about formal versus informal mentors, right? The Like a formal mentorship process being um, maybe a company program where you're assigned someone who's, you know, now they have like 10 hours a month where they're supposed to be, you know, uh, put their mentor hat on and, and talk to you, um, give you feedback uh, versus just finding somebody who is doing something or has done something that you find really interesting and then just going and talking to them about it without saying, hey, can you mentor me? You know, um, just going and, and scheduling time with that person informally and, and figuring out the process of, uh, you know, how you can learn to do what it is that they did or, you know, the skills that they have. So, um, you know, very, very interesting. Uh, and I think with that in mind, that's kind of most of the things that we had um, in in that session that we wanted to talk about. Anything that uh, I'm uh, that I'm leaving out, Nick, or you wanted to talk about before we break? So I just wanted to complete a thought that I brought up earlier. Have you ever gone to a technical conference like this, John, and gone to a session? And the content is very high level. You understand it, but you don't actually understand the how. How are you going to do what we just talked about in the session? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Absolutely. Yeah. This was not that session. Even though it was a non-technical subject matter, it was laid out as a technical deep dive on career, in my opinion. Does that make sense? Absolutely. So, technical tactical deep dive on career progression you know professional reputation building and meshing those together i i really liked the structure because it was after all put together by engineers love it yeah absolutely um i think there was something that amanda said later on about um reading books about interacting with people um and it you know she made a joke right 
as engineers, we're looking, you know, the first instinct is to find the manual and read it. Well, there's no, you know, definitive manual for interacting with people. Um, and I think maybe that person, the question might have been about, you know, being an introvert, which she is an avowed introvert, and uh, how you learn to interact with people when that is not your, you know, you don't gain energy as an introvert, you know, it kind of takes more energy to, to be social and interact with people than, than non introverts. So, um, you know, introverts tend to shy away from that and don't maybe don't gain those skills. So, you know, she said, Hey, you know, read, you know, this is a part of what I do to compensate for that is to, to go out and search for books and, and read them as if they are a technical manual on how to interact with people. And you're right, the the entire, um, I'm probably being too wordy about this, but the entire session... You are. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime I think, am I being too wordy? The answer is always yes. <laughs> but um, yeah, the entire session was laid out as like, you know, here's a set of like strategic objectives, and then here's the specific tactics and steps that you can take to achieve those things. And, you know, maybe it wasn't step by step, like, you know, okay, spend 20 minutes brainstorming, you know, with a piece of paper. And, you know, it wasn't maybe that detailed, but it was very prescriptive and, you know, had, you know, specific questions that you need to ask yourself and answer and go to people that you trust and, and ask them to answer about you in an honest and possibly uncomfortable way, right? And be ready to hear some uncomfortable answers. Um, you need to seek out people who are willing to give you uncomfortable answers. So um, with that in mind, um, you know, very, very great, good session. Um, and, uh, you know, I would, I'm actually planning on attending it again. It could be the exact same content and I'd still go again. So uh, if anybody wants yeah. to meet up with us and uh, attend as a group, um feel free, again, to tweet out at us. We will be at VMworld US in San Francisco. I live in the Bay Area. Nick is uh, flying in for the conference. Um, we can meet up uh, informally at meals. Um, you know, probably both of us are going to stay away from the the parties, like the, um, the, you know, a ton of the, you know, most of the extracurriculars that um, center around, um, you know, doing crazy stuff in the city. Um, I know that we'll probably both have um, some customer engagements that we need to tend to, so we might not be as free in the evenings um, as we will be during the day um, outside of sessions and and even during sessions if, if you you know specifically want to spend that time with us. But please feel free to reach out to us. We're going to be there. Um, let's meet up and let's, uh, let's talk career. Right. And you know, if we meet you there and you're not subscribed to the podcast, that would be a great time to start. And you can give us a positive review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. We definitely want to know if we're being helpful and are always looking for interesting questions to ponder. We're collectively on Twitter at Nerd Journey. And if we go to lunch with you and you want career advice, you have to buy. That's the rule. <laughs> That's right. You have to you have to buy the free lunch. <laughs> All right. Uh, farewell, listeners. Tune in next time as the journey continues. I'm John White at Journeyman for Nick Cordy at NetworkNerd underscore. Signing off. Adios. Adios.